0: Hello and welcome into this week's episode of the Recruiting Blitz. I am Greg Smith, senior recruiting analyst here at Inside Nebraska. And I am joined once again by digital content extraordinaire Jansen Coburn. Jansen, how are you, man? Man, I'm doing good. Greg, what's going on? Oh, not a lot. Just hanging out in beautiful Lincoln, Nebraska, um, and your enjoying the summer. Set up. Yeah, with this webcam setup, man, if you guys could only see like the behind the scenes of what, if Jansen ever wanted to get me, he could record the beginning of these like before we start recording. Um, I'm going to do because, that at man. some point. Yeah, at some point you need to. You could do it to me. You could do it to Zach, like Steve as well. Like we have like the behind the scenes before we actually start recording this stuff is always nuts uh, because there is always something different going on with all of these setups. But I am happy to be back uh, for another recruiting blitz as we're kind of in an interesting time because they're a weird time because it's the off season um, and we're still waiting for kind of summer ball to pick back up. And, you know, the team to report, uh, I think they're kind of in a discretionary week, I believe right now, where they can get some treatment it, but then guys will be able to go home. But we also have the coaching staff, the assistant coaches that is out on the road kind of in the evaluation period. We also have, you know, prospects for twenty twenty four setting up official visits. So still plenty to dive into this week.
1: Yeah, Greg, I just I wanna leave off where, right where we left off. We talked about Teddy Rizak last time we we're on here because mm. he got a big offer from Notre Dame. And we speculated things could move quickly, and sure enough, it did. We talked about how if he'd gotten offered by Notre Dame, if that would force Nebraska's hand, it did. Uh, Nebraska couldn't make up ground in time, and he has since committed to Notre Dame. So when you saw that, what was your reaction to that news?
0: Yeah, you know, it's it's unfortunate for Nebraska, right? Because you're in a situation where, uh, unfortunately, I think Nebraska just kind of overlooked him, um, which is tough. Like I, I think that it, it's hard a hard pill to swallow for fans. I think because you're in a situation where clearly they're recruiting the school because not only do they have um, a top 100 prospect for 2025 and, and um, Christian Jones, the linebacker that they they are heavily recruiting, he's been on campus several times um, since Matt Rule has been on on the staff. They also have um, a 2024 kid in you know their class in his class in Teddy class class, um, Caleb Benning, who is also being heavily recruited. And if that wasn't enough, they have the 2023 signees uh, also from that team and Jalen Lloyd and then the super kicker, Tristan Alvano, right? And so it's just hard to, to swallow that, that they may have just messed up it happens there are a lot of kids out there you hope that that never happens in this situation especially in state but once they kind of got a chance to see him and kind of see okay these other schools are offering yes they did try to make up for it um, and then offer him the problem was and it sounds so weird to say is that they were a whole week later than Notre Dame and offering but that was the difference and I would caution people though in that particular situation if a school if Nebraska offers at a week after that's not some like huge grievance right it's got some huge slap in the face that tells me that Teddy was probably leaning towards Notre Dame in the first place. Every, every kid that gets getting recruited has that one school that if they offered, they're going to jump at that Teddy visited Notre Dame on an unofficial visit that very next day after he got that visit, that tells you something, right? So I think that that was always probably going to go Notre Dame's way, which is fine. Both things can be true. I think it was always going to go their way and Nebraska messed up by not jumping on him earlier.
1: Were you surprised by how fast things moved with him in Notre Dame? I mean, he, I think things happened in about a week, like you mentioned. It just seemed like it went really quickly.
0: Yeah, no. Because sometimes, like I said, when you have that offer that you're really looking for, um, you go ahead and jump on that. Plus, the the one thing too to keep in mind is Notre Dame is also in one of those situations where their recruiting class is very good. Um, they can also lean on you a little bit and say, "Hey, there's not going to if you hold on this, that spot's not going to be there." That's the benefit of recruiting really well is that you can use that as an additional tool to get kids to jump in the class that you really want to jump in quickly.
1: Yeah, perhaps ironically, uh, Nebraska loses an in-state guy to Notre Dame, but then Nebraska gains a transfer player from Notre Dame, Uh, obviously just a walk-on player, but of a position that you said last time isn't a sexy one, the fullback (laughs) position, Barrett Lieventritt committed to Nebraska, he was at Notre Dame, I think he was going to be a junior this season, so he's been there for a while, and he's from Omaha, so... When you saw that Nebraska was getting a walk-on transfer from Notre Dame, what did you think about that, and what's, uh, what do you think his role is going to be?
0: Yeah, I think it's interesting, right? Because we, we've we kind of talked about this fullback thing over the offseason, especially since the staff took over, has been really an intriguing storyline going forward, right? Is that at first it kind of felt like Marcus Satterfield was throwing out red meat to the fan base. And then you we saw a little bit of their practice and they had fullbacks working in their own station, right? We yeah. saw the spring game where we saw obviously the first play, you know, with the tribute to Frank Solage. And we saw a fullback being used and we've seen Janair and Bonner and how he's used it. We've seen some other kids um, be utilizing that role too it feels like that's actually going to be used. So I said all that to say that that was kind of my first thought when I saw this news, right, is that that's another sign that the fullback will actually be used in some way, shape, or form in this offense. Because to me, if you're a kid at Notre Dame, he's from Omaha, Scott, he grew up, grew up a Husker fan. He saw kind of as this, as this time with Rule and Satterfield has evolved and then into the spring game, he was able to see and hear about how they were utilizing the fullback and he believed enough that they're going going to use it for him to come back and join the team. Right. So I do think that that's a sign that what they're saying about that is real. Um, And now that makes me really intrigued about that, about is that a way to get the run game jump started? And let's get it into the football weeds here, but still that excites me in a way because we just haven't seen good running back run game um, from Nebraska in a while.
1: Yeah. And they're kind of keeping that old tradition of uh, fullbacks at Nebraska by getting walk on players, and speaking of walk-ons we're we have two walk-ons that are no longer walk-ons on Nebraska's football team uh and it, it's interesting just because Nebraska's been trying to trim their numbers down ever since spring ball concluded but now uh John Bullock uh, and Nate Borkertshire are on scholarship uh we've obviously we've seen a lot of Nate Borkertshire last year it seemed like Mark Whipple liked to get him involved in the offense and he really helped out with the tight end depth and then John Bullock, I, I think he's mostly contributed on special teams, but Matt Rules talked a lot about John over the wow. course of spring. Um, so it's just interesting that they're uh, it seems like they're in a position right now where they can uh, give some scholarships to walk on players. So what, what did you think about that? What does that tell you about where they are with respects to this 85 scholarship limit?
0: Yeah, I think you picked up on a key thing there, is that when when you are able to give those scholarships um, to walk-ons, and they were deserving walk-ons. I do did, I did want to say that right up front. When you talk about Burketture, played a lot for them last year in the regular offense, and I think that he's going to figure in again. I feel like he's a guy that we – and it's natural, right? Like he just doesn't get talked about a ton. And I think a and part of that is that you've got Thomas Fedoni and Arik Gilbert, two guys that have a lot of fanfare around them that people are just salivating to see those two guys out there on the field at their full potential. But then here's, uh, I was going to say, little old Nate Borkenter. He's not a little by any stretch of the imagination, no. just plodding along right there, like doing work. And to the point to where, remember, we got out there for the spring game. He was the first tight end to catch a pass. He was also out there with that first team. Um, as that kind of in a two tight end set with Fedoni. So like, He's go. I think he's going to factor in. So he's very deserving. And then like you mentioned with John Bullock, he's a guy that not only has Matt Rule mentioned him a lot, he mentioned him unsolicited, like with nobody asking specifically about him. He's talked about how if things break multiple times, if things break right, that he could end up being a guy that plays in the NFL. So they're very high on him as, as a linebacker. And what that tells me is, is that something that I, I, think I, I tweeted this sometime this week when this news came out is that, at Nebraska, you're never going, you're always going to see guys make their announcements about how they're entering the transfer portal, right? Like you always see that very rarely is a kind of a secret thing. They want that out there. But you're never going to see it where guys are tweeting about how, you know, they took the early retirement package or they're just retiring from football (laughs) or anything like that. Right. You just aren't going to ever see it. That's why I say because of that, I think that Nebraska and now we know that was already under the 85 um, scholarship limit. They were. Um, I wonder now even after they give those two to those two deserving walk-ons and Bullock and borkature, if they still have one more to give that wouldn't be surprising to me either if there's still one more I think that there are a lot of candidates um that could either that have had some injury struggles and that could do the kind of the medical retirement or decide just to do something else completely um So I think Nebraska Nebraska's roster number um, sits in a good uh, spot at this point we don't have to worry about the NCAA coming in and putting Matt rule on probation or <laughs> something uh for being at the limit.
1: Yeah, it's fascinating, the timing, because normally they would do that right around uh, fall camp, so they is mm-hmm. they must be comfortable with where their numbers are, yeah. but all right, Greg, looking ahead, it, this year has gone by so fast, at least to me. We're already coming up on June, and we're going to get back into official visits. Mm-hmm. Uh, you did an article on InsideNebraska.com talking about that Uh, upcoming official visit slate I don't know which weekend is the first one but it seems like June 23rd is going to be a significant one and part of that is because a very high profile in-state player Davon Hall has confirmed that he's taking an official visit to Nebraska so let's just start with him Uh, why is that significant that they're able to get Davon Hall on an official visit next month
0: yeah, it, it's a really big deal because one, he's he. I think he's the highest-rated player um, in the state um, per Rivals. I think he's even higher than Carter Nelson. Um, and he's been a guy that I feel like it's funny. I tell people I feel like we've been talking about Davon Hall for ten years. Um, it is not it, it, but it feels like that because he played so early at Bellevue West, a, a high-profile school at a high-profile position um, that they've put a lot of guys in Division One football right <laughs> over the yeah. these last few years. And he's been playing for a long time, and so it feels like he's been on the radar and on the scene forever it's finally about to be his senior year um and so i think it's also a big deal not only because he's a good player but he's a kid that's got some good options out there i know penn state texas a&m are involved here and we'll see kind of where he lands on his other official visits but his recruitment has been kind of quiet for as high profile as he is in the state He has not really named any like true favorites or like any leaders or anything like that, which tells me that the recruitment is kind of up in the air right now. And Nebraska has an opportunity uh, to get in there and make some headway with Garrett McGuire.
1: Yeah, you mentioned it feels like it's been 10 years since they've been talking about him. I don't remember exactly when they offered him. I know it's very early on for Scott Frost. And if you just think about the potential receivers coaches he would have played for, it could have been, (laughs) Troy Walters and then Matt Lubick and Mickey Joseph and now Garrett McGuire. So yeah, it does. It does feel like it's been a while. So uh, just looking at that uh, June 23rd visit weekend, what are some other names that are confirmed they're going to be there?
0: Yeah, another one um, right on his own team in another same position. Isaiah McMorris has also confirmed that he's going to be in Lincoln that weekend. Um, and that one, again, for a lot of the same reasons um, of why that's a big deal for Nebraska. And I think Isaiah is still underrated. We have him rated as a three-star. I think he should be higher. Um, he's a really talented player. Uh, he's just a little bit on the smaller side, but he's very shifty and quick. Um, could really profile as a good slot receiver in college. Um, he's coming in and he's kind of been in the same mode where and, but a little different where he's had um, interest from Penn State as well. and He really likes them. He likes USC as well. Don't know if the offer will quite come from them because they're just kind of in a different area when it comes to where they're recruiting wide receivers um, in the level that they're at right now. Uh, but getting him back on campus is really important. Um, also that weekend, Adam Kasahi, I, I'm, I'm going to butcher that last name, <laughs> um, but he's a big defensive end out of Florida. Six foot seven, 230 right now. He's a guy that actually has been blowing up kind of on the camp circuit down there as well um and i think that one of those guys that nebraska will have to continue to look at kind of those guys that can can have really good frames and athleticism that can grow into even more um, size and bulk up even more to play out kind of wide out on that defensive line in the 335 um, and there'll be more that are confirmed that's what i have right now but there'll be plenty more that are getting confirmed and i do think that that june 23rd weekend is going to be the big one uh for matt rule and company
1: yeah, the next question I was going to ask, you just kind of indicated it, and it's that every recruiting cycle, there seems to be one weekend that's really the emphasis for the staff where they bring in uh all their key guys. So I know like in the spring, March, I think 24th was the big junior day, or that really showed where Nebraska's um, priority players were. So do you see this uh, June 23rd visit weekend being sort of an indication of Nebraska's priority list of prospects at this time of year.
0: Yes, I absolutely. I do. I think that that'll be another, that'll be a key indicator um, to be able to tell what, like who their top guys are. Now it's not going to be a hundred percent because there'll be some guys that have conflicts or, or excuse me, or some guys that are just want to go on a different weekend and that's fine. So there'll that'll, they'll still come in other weekends, but I do think they're building that one up to be a really big one, but there's also, it's not just a recruiting thing. There's a functional reason to this too. The Nebraska is going to be really active um, on with camps early in the month. Right. So I think you'll see less yeah. visits early in the month and then I think you're going to see the coaches out on the road like actually working camps um earlier than that I think that that's really important to Matt rule and it's really an, an interesting deal is that you'll see sometimes um and we've been to some of these camps where you know the assistant coaches are there just kind of you know shake hands and kiss babies and see people and yeah. talk to prospects and all of that but they're not actually working the camp Matt rule wants them to be out there instructing and getting their hands dirty which also serves another purpose and that you really get to work with kids Right. Like you really get an opportunity to see how they take the coaching and how they bond with you on that level um, when you're actually out there doing that.
1: I'll leave you with this last one, Greg, because you you mentioned a good point about those camps coming up. I don't know if you got the calendar in front of you, but I'll put you on the spot. (laughs) What are those? Uh, camps that are coming up? What do you know of and what's sort of the important dates to be wary of? Oh man,
0: that's a good question because it's it's early June. They got June. a fullback
1: c- camp coming up. Yeah,
0: they? they do have a fullback camp. So it's it's going to be, t- there's, there's two different things here to look out for. Early June, I think it's June 3rd or 4th, I want to say, they're going to have, um, they're going to be out um, on the road doing satellite camps. Um, the, the coaching staff will be out coaching those and hosting, helping to host those. Then once they get later in the month, they're going to also start to have their own camps, including, like you said, that fullback camp, um, which I actually hope we get to go see. Um, I think as long as the, the they're open to the public, then we get to go <laughs> and check yeah. it out. I just want to see what the fullback camp is like. <laughs> um, and so, and then they'll still, they'll still going to have one Friday Night Lights event as well um, later in the month too. Uh, so it'll be really interesting. It'll be a full camp slate. Uh, but Matt Rule has said multiple times now that he wants to have the best camps in America like it's really important to him to have these camps so we'll continue to get more information about those and see exactly how he runs those to make them the best camps in america it's good old friday night lights camp it's
1: cool to see that they're (laughs) keeping that tradition
0: but all right greg that's all i got for you on this fine mother's day unless you got anything else you want to say uh, absolutely happy Mother's Day to all the moms I know that there's a, a lot of moms probably watching this video so I'm I'm hoping that you guys had a great day if you are not watching and you haven't already uh go ahead and tell your mom happy's mother's Day um, as well give her give her some extra flowers uh for helping raise you up right um but make sure uh, that you guys are locked into this YouTube channel moving forward uh subscribe to the channel so you can get these videos directly into your feed like this video as well it definitely helps also make sure you go ahead and check out inside Nebraska Dot com where we have our full coverage of all the recruiting stuff that's happening um as well as baseball even though you know we're kind <laughs> of i think they just clinched there. the big
1: 10 tournament today and there we the go Penn hey State. there was yeah. there
0: was positive news there with baseball so you know jeff shout out to him and his quest to eat hot dogs at haymarket um if, if you haven't seen that on twitter you'll know what i'm talking about <laughs> uh but we will catch you guys next time thank you